7 to 8 p.m. Sport On with Tabiso Musia. All right, Terence Crawford still discussing the victory with promoter Bob Aram. Terence, it was close until it wasn't. What did you see that you were able to take advantage of? Well, I was just trying to gauge the distance. You know, he had good distance, you know, and I was trying to find my rhythm in between, you know, uh, getting my distance together. And, you know, that's why I was so competitive at first. I couldn't get my shots off. What adjustments were you able to make to finally get to... Uh, you know, air, um, to uh, Kell Brook? Well, you know, just step forward a little more, throw a little more punches, but not too much. And uh, I caught up with him a couple of times. I know that you always talk about having to excel the expectations for you. Well, you did tonight because it took Errol Spence 11 rounds to beat him, and you did it in four. Does that mean anything to you? Not at all. You know, uh, it was different fights, you know, different, uh, you know, uh, years and whatnot, but... Uh, Kel's a tremendous talent. I can't take nothing away from him. He came and he tried to uh, take my title. He was in shape. He made the weight. So there was no excuses to be uh, put on the table. He just came off of three wins, not coming off of a loss. So he had his confidence up and he uh, lost to the better man tonight. You've been clear. The names you want are Manny Pacquiao, Errol Spence. How do you make that happen? Let me tell you something, and I mean this. Spence and Garcia are fighting December 5. If they really want to make a big pay-per-view, I'll put Terrence Crawford in with both of them, one at a time, and he beat both of them the same night. He is far and away the best welterweight in the world. He goes back to the great welterweights like Ray Leonard and Tommy Hearns. He would have been competitive with them. The welterweights around now are not competitive with Terrence Crawford. Yeah. Good evening, everybody, and thank you for staying with us on SAFM and uh, for joining us on SAFM Spot On this evening with me, Tabi Somosia and Katlekomodiba and Timothy producing the show. Patrick Munana is our technical producer this evening. And it is Boxing Wednesday, so that clip that we've opened with is from this past weekend's big fight between uh, Bud Crawford and uh, Kel Brook. I, we had to wake up early again on Sunday morning to watch that one and stream it online with the Bud once again putting on a solid performance there, a crushing Kel Brook inside four rounds, knocking him out with a right that uh, Kel Brook did not even see. And I still say I do agree with those who reckon that Bud is probably pound for pound the best in the world right now. He's moved to 37 and oh, after that win over Kel Brook. And you heard from uh, the promoter also, Bob Aram, there calling out some of the guys that Bud needs to fight. He's called out Spence and Garcia, as well as a many, uh, a Pacquiao. And a lot of people are saying that Terence Crawford needs a big fight to really prove that he's as good as we think he is. And, he, and he's been saying over the past few months that actually he wants that big fight, but they're running away from him and they're not making it happen. He was not happy with top rank, not making a big fight happen. Uh, so let's see what what's going to happen going forward then but also credit to Kel Brook I mean he's no slouch even though he was knocked out in the fourth round but um, in uh, Kel Brook actually does go up against the best I mean in these days where uh, the best boxers don't want to fight each other they want to protect their records and avoid each other until they are very very old Kel Brook has been in the ring with some of the best Bud Crawford he was in the ring with Errol Spence Jr. with the uh, Triple G Gennady Golovkin uh, so he Sean Porter also he fought so he doesn't run away from a fight uh, does Kel Brook and credit to him he also fought our own Love Mo Ndo back in 2010 or 2011 I wonder how many of us remember that fight but anyway um we, like we always do on a Wednesday, we're going to discuss matters that have to do with boxing. And we are going over to the Western Cape shortly just to tackle an issue that seems to have caused a storm in that region. And that is the appointment of a new provincial manager. Not only is the boxing community in the Western Cape not happy with the appointment, but they're also not satisfied with how it was done and uh, they've written a letter to Boxing South Africa. They're asking for clarity regarding this process. So Mr. Zolakoti will talk to us about their grievances there regarding this appointment and uh, what they have sent to Boxing South Africa. And uh, also there is an AGM this weekend of the Gauteng promoters is due to take place on Saturday but we do understand that there is a lot of unhappiness with some members choosing not to attend. Some are saying it should not go on but others believe that the AGM should go ahead so we'll find out then why um, the others 
in the red corner don't think it should go ahead and the others in the blue corner think the AGM should go ahead. So lots to talk about um, this uh, evening on Boxing Wednesdays on SAFM. If you have any comments, if you want to speak to any of our guests tonight, you can send your voice notes to this WhatsApp number 061 4104107 061 4104107 or you can SMS us to 41391 or call us directly on 011-714-2006. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. And let's go over to the Western Cape and speak to boxing trainer and manager Mr. Zola Koti. Good evening, sir, and thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Hi, hi, Tabiso. Yes, good evening, bro. Thank you. Firstly, Mr. Koti, how, how would you describe the state of boxing in the Western Cape at the moment? Uh, yeah, Tavi, so currently now, as as you you might know, uh, in the Western Cape now, as we speak, uh, it just has one champion, which is a lightweight. Uh, that can tell you that the real state of boxing in Western Cape is not, um, is not a really promising currently now. And why do you think that is? Uh, I think I think uh, so for a number of uh, of things. Uh, I might not mention all of them, but mm. uh, I think I think uh, the fact that we don't have enough promoters in, in the Western Cape, uh, and those promoters we have in the Western Cape, uh, they are not in the big league. You know, they are mostly uh, development promoters. So if they put tournaments, you might see that uh, there's small shows. It's very rare to see an international tournament in Cape Town done by a, a, a promoter from Cape Town. So I think those are main reasons currently now that the boxing in Western Cape uh, is struggling, uh, struggling tradition. And what's needed to turn it around, Mr. Good? Yeah, Tabiso, I think, I think if we can get an opportunity to have more tournaments to develop those young stars. And while now they are ready now to compete in the big league, maybe contest for SA titles, then then some of those boys must suck at home. You know, but promoter in, in Cape Town we might have those the, 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 the tournaments here in Cape Town. Where now I believe that now if we've got that kind of a thing now, really, the undercut in that tournament, surely the boxers will be would be very motivated fighting in a title fight, knowing that uh, one day themselves also they might be the champions again, or like like the, the guy who's been a champion then, you know. Currently now this is not happening, so I think I think for that reason now, uh, the boxing in Western Cape now uh, is not supposed to be in that position. And as a former boxer yourself, do you think the talent is there? Do you believe that the talent is still there? Of course, that is so. The talent, the talent is there. The talent is there in Western Cape. As, as I said, the only problem that now, those young stars now, the 10 professionals, some of them, even this year, maybe last year, I think a couple of young stars, we're looking forward to see them fighting in pro ranks. You know, maybe some some of them are not in my gym, you know, in the gyms around in Cape Town. Mm. There's a couple of young stars that are looking forward to see them fighting in the pro ranks. Mm. But those boys, they did not get a single fight in the pro ranks. And this this year was worse now because this pandemic comes in and then makes things more difficult. So I think I think uh, if those young stars they can get an opportunity to, to get a regular fight and, and, and get opportunities, fight uh rated boxers really we might see three or four Cape Town boxers uh, contesting uh, the SA title in four years time and and then the gym was corners on the location yeah the corner gym probably so gym are there yeah mm. the gyms are there in, in, in townships and a lot of young stars you might see when they the amateur I mean so-called uh open boxing tournaments there is a lot of talent, I mean, so you might enjoy yourself sitting there, don't want to go away, just want to watch these young stars, you know. The talent is there, because the teams and the producing, you know, they're competing themselves, and the competition is tough, 
It's only that now when they go through, where now you see that now, that talent now is struggling now. Some of them don't even see them in throws. Okay, that's well, that's good to hear. But let's talk now about this uproar, Mr. Zolakoti, uh, that we've heard about in the Western Cape. I believe that the Western, the boxing community is not happy about the appointment of the provincial manager, and we understand that you've written a letter to Boxing South Africa. What are the contents of that letter? Yeah, Tamiso, uh, uh, before we wrote the letter, I, I think I think at the beginning of the year, uh, there was a problem uh, between our service provider, Middle Class, and the Boxing South Africa. And we tried to engage uh, Boxing South Africa, you know, to come to the licenses, come to us, because we're not, we don't know as a licenses, we never understand exactly what is happening. Why now there is kind of a problem with uh, with our service provider, Mr. class We do not know. And then we try to engage Boxing South Africa. We call Boxing South Africa to come in Cape Town uh, to come to address us. You know, then it was Mr. Lechaga was the CEO. We, 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 we try to, to, to communicate with him. Uh, his response was promising. But unfortunately, the, the pandemic comes up, tradition. Then now makes things uh, very difficult. It was not impossible for him now to travel in Cape Town because of the, the traveling regulations, you know, all these kind of things. So now, uh, but we were patient enough, you know, because we know this is the problem. It's not created by anybody that we have to wait and see what is going to happen. But unfortunately, Mr. Lejaga, after so promising with us, you know, in our discussions, uh, he decided now to, to, to leave the office. Then, then we have no choice. We have to, to, to see who's next in the office. And then we understand Ms. Ndungomo was acting CEO. When we try to engage uh, uh, Ms. Ngomo in a good faith, try to, to, to see that he's going to come down to us in Cape Town and, and, and explain to us as a licensee in Cape Town. Eventually, we managed uh, to, 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 to get Cindy to come down and get down. I think it's about the 12th of, of September. And on that meeting, on that day, so people were uh, waiting for Cindy to come because they wanted to, 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 to voice, you know, the, 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 what they think, what they want in, in boxing, wasn't it? On the day, Tavisu, uh, we discussed all the issues with Cindy, but the moment of the day was uh, the professional manager issue. Then we discussed about that as well, and 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 it was not what boxing licenses they wanted because boxing South Africa. In fact, Cindy came with the with with with, with the story that. Boxing South Africa, uh, after the D-Class contract expired, they decided not to renew it. But now the licenses, they don't understand why. Because they are not clear exactly why. Why you don't renew it now? And, and, and the debate has to go longer and longer and longer. We could not get good answers exactly why Mr. Class's contract uh, was terminated by BSA. It was missing Mr. class, as we understand. Therefore, that now it was not that uh, the contract expires. We felt that it was terminated. Hmm. Yeah. So that didn't go well with us. Is this when yes, now I you know. did a petition? Because I believe there was also a petition. Yeah, we, we, we also handed over. Uh, a petition to Boxing South Africa after a very long meeting with 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 with, 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 with uh, a King CEO and the airport man and Mr. Hadu, uh, we handed over a petition. It was signed by many, many, many licenses in the Western Cape. So what angers us most now in this issue? They did not respond to the petition. So we said that now. If they did not respond to our petition, we signed the signed petition. We felt that no, must. It, it seems that now they 
they, they don't recognize us as, as, as the stakeholders of boxing South Africa in Western Cape. And what was the basis of the petition? Was it asking questions about why Mr. Class's uh, contract was terminated? You know, the, the petition, uh, we are appealing to boxing South Africa as the stakeholders of boxing in Western Cape, as I mentioned again, tradition, to consider our views and suggestions and our suggestions and our concern as a Lafayette in this region. And to give Mr. Mikitlas uh, an, an opportunity until end of the year, which is supposed to be until March, because we were in the process of, of laughing. Okay, you know, just hold that thought. Way. We're going to take a break. We'll continue now. Sport on on SAFM. Still speaking to boxing trainer and manager Mr. Zola Koti just to understand what are their frustrations regarding the appointment of a provincial manager in the Western Cape. You were saying before the break, Mr. Koti, that if I heard you correctly, you would have preferred Mr. Class just to finish his term because it was in the middle of renewing licenses. It was the middle of the, uh, the time of the, uh, uh, the licenses renewing their licenses mm-hmm. for, 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 for the year. And, and, and I remember, as I said, this COVID story comes in and everything now stands still. And, 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 and when that happens now, some of the boxers were not licensed. Some of the, the trainers were not licensed because everything stands still. And then we believe now, if now uh, 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 Boxing South Africa uh, will let uh, Mr. Glass continue what he has started already, so that will be better. Mm. Because, because, because we believe that Mr. Glass is the only person now who understands the situation more than anybody else. He knows the boxers, he knows trainers and the managers, mm. and, and some of the licenses... Uh, they didn't even know how to fill the forms, you know, for, for renewal. They go to his house. Everybody mm. knows where his house is. But now when this thing happened, now said that no, man, it was, it, was, it, it, it was not supposed to be like this. So what did BSA say then when you asked them to, point, to put the appointment on hold? Well, they said they're going to come back to us. That's what we're waiting for. Mm. Because... And the end of the day, so we're waiting for South Africa, in fact, the acting CEO, to come back to us, even write to us to send in the minutes of, of the meeting. You know, it's a little bit awkward story as well. But, but he did uh, ask us to send him uh, the minutes of the meeting because he wanted to respond formally to our petition. That's what he wrote to us, uh, the acting CEO. So it was agreed that the appointment will be put on hold, but we saw then a couple of weeks ago that the appointment was made. So uh, were you surprised by that? Yeah, we were surprised. We were really surprised. As I said, we were a little bit uh, angry, you know, but we were surprised. How? They did not respond to our petition. Now they just make uh, an appointment. How did this happen. Why? Why they should act like this? As, 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 as I said, we felt that no, we are a little bit undermined here by boxing South Africa. Because we believe that, no, we are not employees here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are also the part of the boxing. We are part of the stakeholders of boxing South Africa in Washington. So we believe now, if now there is our consent and our views, boxing South Africa should, should, should really understand and, and, and try to listen to us. If we've got suggestions as well, South Africa should, I think we believe South Africa should, should, should listen as well and, and see, you know, how we can work together trying to, 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 to move forward. But on our, on our surprise, while we're still waiting for that, and fact now we hear that now they do the interview and they make an appointment. So, wow, how did this, all this happen? Why? Do you know if the post was advertised? That's why I tell you, I said, we're shocked. Even that, we will see that yeah, the post has been advertised. Why? Because we're still waiting. Because the acting CEO was here on the 12th of September. A week after that, the, the, the post was advertised. 
and the four weeks, two weeks after that, again, they make an appointment without responding to us as the licensees, as we're waiting them to respond to our petition. Now then, Mr. Koti, I believe the other bone of contention now is actually the person that was appointed. And I've heard this from a number of people in the Western Cape that they don't understand why Mr. Mzoli Tempe was appointed because he has previous uh, um, incidents where he was not paying boxers. I remember actually a story we covered, must have been two or three years ago when Nomeva was due to fight in the Western Cape and that fight didn't happen and he was the promoter at that time. Is that also correct now that the other part of the unhappiness is is about the the, the qualities of the person that was appointed? Of course, of course, so, you know, after all this, after all this, and then, and then, and then, after so many years, you know, uh, uh, Western Cape boxing licenses, you know, where we were struggling, we were struggling to, to, to try to make uh, Western Cape boxing go up, up in standards with the guy who was there then as the provincial manager, Mr. Metaclass. Then now, all of a sudden now, boxing starts with a medical appointment. Somebody now, who has already, uh, maybe if we, we might put it correctly, he has put boxing in the straps already. Because on 2004, the same guy now was employed as a service provider. He tried to organize a, 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 a super mega weight title fight between um, Andre Stace and, and, and Andele Chongolo. But that tournament in the last minute collapsed, fall apart. And 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 on, on our understanding then, the boxing South Africa. I mean, the boxing board then expelling in boxing. I think Chris Naidu was there as a CEO. Mister Nadan, I think, was a chairman then. But this guy, as we understand, he was expelled. Then again, we don't know how did it happen. He come up again and being given opportunity to be a promoter again. Yeah, on, so, the, yeah. on, on, on the 28th of May, 2017, we tried to organize a tournament again where highly uh, organized boxers like Podestan and Dongeni uh, came to Cape Town and mm. people were looking forward. And even Supersport, uh, sorry to mention that, no, it's the, fine. Broadcaster, the, bro- the broadcaster was there, was here, mm. coming mm. to broadcast that side. So the same guy now who did not materialized that tournament, was supposed to organize the tournament, he failed uh, to, 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 to organize the tournament. And there was a lot of boxers in Western Cape were supposed to be undercut in that tournament, yeah. let alone the Ndongeni and, 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 and other guys from Tanzania. The undercut of young stars were so hardly working hard for preparations for that tournament. I remember this tournament very well because we actually spoke to Nomeva. I don't think we were in SABC at the time, but when we spoke to him, he actually said that he wants to quit boxing now because this was too much for him. Firstly, Dixon Mula is still not paying him his 1 million rand yeah. from PBL, and now there's this tournament that does not go ahead, and he was really dejected at the time, Nomeva, and we're glad that he actually uh, came, he didn't quit boxing at the time. So it seems like you're not happy with the response from Boxing South Africa. Then you asked for minutes of, this, of the meeting that appointed Mr. Tempe, and you're not getting answers. What is your next step now? What would you like to see happen? Yeah, as you mentioned that now, uh, we did ask Boxing South Africa. Uh, in fact, uh, the acting CEO did respond that no, 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 they are not going to reverse that decision. So, so we told uh, we told the uh, acting CEO, look, if that's what now you're telling us now, can you please uh, forward us the minute of the meeting where this appointment was done? You also need a, to, to see the CV and the qualifications of this guy. Because we believe that if there is a CV, there must be what he's done as a promoter. Because he was a promoter, you were doing promotion before. So you should write there to this application what he was done before. So if he did write there, he did a tournament which he did not uh, organize it properly, some of the boxers, they never get their money on the tournament. He should be there on his CV. He should write that on his CV. So if now Boxing South Africa can look at CV like that, still jump to see that, no, 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 we're going to, in, to, 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 to 
we appoint this guy to be service provider. How could that happen? We don't understand why. Why? So, so we are not happy, Kabiso, uh, 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 with that kind of appointment, with that kind of a man. Where's the put boxing in the soup so many times before? Now he's coming back now to be the service provider with the same boxers who, who still have to get their money from him. How did that come about? And we did, so, yes. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, we, also, we also asked Boxing South Africa as well to give us the panel of the people who are endorsing that appointment on the day. Mm. So if that was correctly, so we should see all these things. But currently now, we have not received that to, 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 to the FTCO. All now, uh, we see that now. Zoli has been told to us as a licensee. So we like it or we don't like it. So we must accept it. Just like that. Well, we did reach out to Boxing South Africa to ask them to come and give us a comment on this matter. Uh, but uh, they said that they are not able to join us tonight. Uh, but they did say they will uh, speak to us next week. So uh, we hope that then we will get the answers from Boxing South Africa next Wednesday. But we did provide them an opportunity to come and respond to these uh, allegations and to these concerns from the Western Cape boxing community. But they did not want to come on tonight. Mr. Koti, thank you for yeah. that. You've mentioned Mickey Class a number of times and we've actually got him on the line now, the former provincial manager of Boxing South Africa in the Western Cape. Mr. Klaas, good evening and thank you for speaking to us on SAFM. Hello, Mr. Mr. Klaas, can you hear me? Oh, no. Mr. Klaas, are you there? Okay, that's fine. We're going to try and call him back. But if you have any comments or on, on this matter, you can send us your voice notes to this WhatsApp number 061-4104-107. You can also SMS us to 41391 or call us directly on 011-714-2006. We are speaking to uh, the boxing community in the Western Cape. We just heard from boxing trainer and manager, Mr. Zola Kotia, but why they are not happy with the appointment of the new provincial managers and there are a number of reasons for that. It seems like the process they're not happy with it seems like the termination of mickey class's contract they were also not happy with and obviously the fact that the person that has now uh, been appointed to to basically oversee boxing in the western cape has previous transgressions um of not paying boxers and and, and and stuff like that and that's why they believe that he's not the right person for the job and later on on the show by the way we're also gonna find out about the agm we're going to find out about the AGM that is happening this weekend uh, to elect new leadership in Gauteng. And uh, I know some people are saying that they don't want to attend. Some people are saying it must go ahead. Some are saying that it must not go ahead. So we're going to find out what the, what, what the issue is. But I believe we've got Mr. Klaas back on the line, former provincial manager of boxing in, in the Western Cape. Good evening, Mr. Klaas. Good evening. Yes, thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Okay, okay, sir. Firstly, can you confirm how your role as provincial manager ended uh, ended, and when? Tabi, uh, so good evening. And uh, my term as a provincial manager ended on the 28th of February 2020. And uh, it happened when I was on my way to a boxing tournament where I was to supervise an event. And uh, on my way there, I received an email. First, the email that I received came in saying uh, there's an extension of my contract, of which it was something that was normal. Mm. So I looked into that, but uh, I was still driving through. I then, three minutes later, received another one that was saying termination of contract. I then uh, put my car off just to read as to what is written there. It was only an email of four lines stating that uh, my contract for uh, Boxing South Africa have the right to extend or to renew the contract, and they've come to a decision that they are terminating my contract. There was nothing saying why, the re- what reasons were, were there, was, there were no reasons that were put. Mm as well as uh, there was not even a thank you 
for someone who has worked for both in South Africa since 2004, and now when we part ways, there is not even a thank you saying thank you for the work that you have put in, irrespective of how they see the work that I've done. Sure. So how did you feel with your contract being terminated just like that? And and uh, and how many more months did you have in your contract? Tabiso, Boxing SA had no way of dealing with these contracts, uh, if I may say, because we were signing contracts on a three-month space. Mm. We were only given contracts for three months, and they were extending those contracts three months. But you must also understand that those contracts were that were for three months would go without being signed for maybe another month or so. If, if I make an example, you sign a contract for, from, from January to March. When that contract expires in March, there is nothing uh, that you, you, you work on from March going to June. Maybe it will only come maybe towards the end of May, mm. a contract that will be starting from, from, from April coming to, to, to the end of June. So that is how their contracts were, 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 were done, of which uh, we, we were already uh, used to that. Mm. And now when things came like this, it came as a shock. And I nearly turned back. I nearly took my car back home because there was a tournament that I had to, to, to supervise. But I thought of the boxers that were to fight on the evening, as well as the promoter, who might not know exactly what has transpired between me and PSA. Actually, up to this day, I, I do not know what really happened. Did you ask? I did ask. I was never given any answers. I, I had to take this legally, and we never came up with anything. They could not come up with exactly what the problem is. I only have assumptions, but I, I, I cannot work on assumptions to say this could be the reason, because there are certain things that I believe could have led to that. However, I, I, I don't want to, 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 to specify uh, reasons, uh, specific uh, things that are assumptions. Were you then given an opportunity to negotiate for a settlement? Were you offered a settlement? No, actually, they are the ones that came up with that when they were under pressure from the from from, from my lawyers. Mm. They said instead of taking me back, they would settle for, for they, they they would try and uh, and put up and uh, come up with a settlement. Of which, when I looked at it uh, with my with my uh, legal team, we thought, what's the what's the use of going out there and work with people that do not want you? Because it, it, it was so clear that they had something against me, whatever that could have been. But uh, I don't know what it was. Because some of these people, actually most of these people, got to Boxing SA when I was there already. So I don't know what, what really issues could they have with me. So the settlement uh, so was we only... Decided, off- we decided yes. to take the, the, the settlement. But it was only offered after you went to seek legal opinion. Exactly. And were you happy with the settlement or you felt that you had no, no choice? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. It, it can never satisfy me because the settlement was not paramount to me. What is more important to me is to serve my people. That that was the point. And I have been serving those people for years and not one of them that I know of was not happy with my service. Okay, However, let's t- let's take a quick break. We're gonna co- we're gonna continue. Apologies for that, but the system will cut us off if we don't take this break right now. And we'll continue after that with Mickey Class at SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. We do have a voice note that's come through on 061-4104-107. But before I go there, I believe we've got a caller that wanted to comment about the first guest that we had, Mr. Zola Koti. Um, good evening. I'm not sure who's on the line. It's Jackie Bryce. Oh, Jackie, Jackie. Bryce, Jackie. Yes, Jackie. Don't you have a tournament next week? Yeah, we're going to talk to you next week about your tournament. Thanks for calling us, I'm, though. I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yes. What did you want to say? You know, firstly... I have the utmost respect 
for a gentleman that has served boxing with distinction, Mr. Mickey Class. Mm. Absolute distinction. He's been a pillar of strength, not just to our family, but for, for, for the whole boxing fraternity in the Western Cape. But as we all know, time moves on. And I've, I've, I've listened to your show. I've listened to Zola Koti talk. Uh, I cannot talk from a regularity point of view mm. in terms of SA boxing. I'm, I'm not here to defend it. I've, I've known the young man, Mazzoli Tempi, for many, many years. I think it's about 22 years that I've known him. And uh, it's like Mickey Class. I mean, we've, we've known each other for many, many years. Mm. And uh, with regards to any newcomer in any business, uh, we all say we've got to give a man a fair chance. Boxing Board appointed him. Uh, you know, I was aware that various people were unhappy. And as a promoter, we 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 could not get involved in 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 the attempts from boxers in the Western Cape because, quite frankly, it wasn't really a legal platform to work off, and they never represented anyone as such. And uh, and and it's Zola Korty. I've got the utmost respect. I think he's a great trainer. I think he's a great young man. Served boxing fantastically in the Western Cape. However. We should give everyone a chance. Even and, though uh, they've got previous transgressions, uh, uh, Jackie? Even though they they did you. not you pay know, boxers, a, even though they embarrassed boxing? I remember very well when Nomeva did not fight in Cape Town and he wanted to quit. I heard I heard you say that, Tabiso. Yeah. I'm a private investigator by trade. Yeah. Uh, I always say uh, the facts are going to go on the table. It's not my job to do that in terms if BSA... Uh, had appointed uh, Mazzoli Tempi, they should have done what is requested of them. I cannot talk on their behalf. Mm. Uh, I don't know the criteria when it comes but to that. You just but want him to be given a chance. I'm saying, like any young man, we need to support the appointee in the Western Cup. Okay. Now I hear you, Jackie. We're going to talk to you again next week. Uh, we've got another voice note, though. Let's take that before we continue with Mr. Klaas. Uh, good evening, Tabiso and your guests. Uh, Tabiso, this is what you say. Hey, Tabiso. EPSA or UPSA is a mess. A mess. A huge, huge mess. And and, and Tabiso, this is why, as, as, as much as I am a fan, this is why I'm saying it's time for Boxing South Africa to be a to be a standalone because this thing of the board and the act is making these people lazy that's why you are hearing these things um in 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 in, in how they are signing contracts how they employ um these people you know so who would want who would want to waste his money and and invest in a in a PSA that is a mess, no one would come and 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 invest in PSA because it is a mess. Epoxing, it's time for it to stand alone and move away from the act and these useless boards and useless CEOs. Good to see. No sick village, you see, loud and clear there. Mr. Class, now with everything that has happened now, does it mean that you are lost to boxing? Are you still involved within the structures? Uh, so at the moment, it's difficult to say uh, I'm involved with the structures because if you look at the structures, you need to, to, to be a licensee of Boxing SA in order to get involved with the structures. Hmm. And uh, at the moment, I am not licensed. Uh, and I cannot be involved with their structures. However, I am still involved in boxing as the representative, as the representative of the WPO, because that the WPO is uh, using me in some of their events to 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 supervise their bouts. Mm. But be that as it may, uh, my involvement. Uh, 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 it, I wouldn't like my involvement to be on that level only because I believe in development. 
And most of the boxers that you see coming out of Cape Town are coming from the development programs that I had uh, in Cape Town some years back. If you look at how Fana and all of them came up, they came from a development program that I was busy with. And uh, that alone is making me feel bad when I am now out of boxing in that regard. Are you hurt? Very hurt, very hurt, because boxing has been my passion all my life. And now I've been pushed out without any reason, except being left with assumptions, because I believe that all of this pushing that has been happening happened because of the vacant South African featherweight title, where we had two boxers from the Western Cape that qualified to fight for that title. However, one reason or another, one boxer had to be pulled out because they said he did not qualify when he fought uh, an elimination. There were elimination bouts where, unfortunately, for those in power, they did not expect that two boxers from Cape Town would prevail. At the end of the day, it was two boxers that were from Cape Town. And what really makes me feel very, very bad is that the boxer that they are now eliminating from this is a boxer who is a parolee, is a boxer who was in prison, who is out on parole, whom we are busy rehabilitating. And now when is that Aziz? Is, yes. Mm. Aziz is a parolee. And now, if this boxer can go back to his old ways, what, what rehabilitation have we done? Said we are, we are, we are bringing the boxer back to, 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 to the wrong ways that we are trying to, to, to avoid. But, but Boxing SA is not looking into that. They are looking at where their money is. Because at the end of the day, they want to take the fight to East London, where they can make better money than they can make in Cape Town. And this is after Aziz beat to Umfusi Makai. Exactly. I remember that fight. Nobody, eh? nobody, Tabiso, nobody complained when, when he was put there mm. as a replacement. But after he won, after he won, I got a call from, from Cindy who asked, who asked me, who said this is a, this is, who, who asked me who gave that fight a, a, a status of being an, a, a, an elimination, mm. of which I'm, the, I'm not the one who, who sanctions. I don't sanction fight. PSA sanctions fight. And fortunately, the, the chairperson of the sanctioning committee was, the, was, was even the supervisor of the event. It was not even me. Yeah. Okay. But all the blame was now shifted on me. And the supervisor is now, mom, he's not saying a thing. I think we need to revisit this matter because we've been following what's happening with this Aziz, uh, Aziz fight and, and, and what you've said. Actually, we've had information about it for a couple of weeks now and we're going to follow it. But Mr. Klaas, thank you for speaking to us. I, 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 I can hear you are very disappointed with the way you were let go. People are not saying they are entitled to positions, but I think they wanted a reasonable explanation as, as to how and why he was let go instead of making assumptions, which is the same as Mr. Zolakoti was saying that they want an explanation on how Mr. Mzoli Tempe was appointed considering um, what, what's happened in the past. So hopefully when we do speak to Boxing South Africa next week, we'll get clarity on these matters. But before we wrap up the show, let's find out about the AGM um, in Gauteng this weekend and Andre Taser, the boxing promoter, vice chair of the Gauteng Promoters Association is on the line. Andre, good evening and thank you for speaking to us tonight. You're going to have to switch off your radio, Andre. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Great. Tell us about the AGM. There's supposed to be an AGM this weekend. Is it going ahead? Because I believe some people are not attending. Some wanted to go ahead. As far as I know, the AGM is going ahead. Um... I'm not part of it as I walked away from it. And I think the reason I walked away, if I listen to tonight's show that you guys are presenting tonight, and you listen to everybody with the complaints they got about BSA, 
and the people involved in BSA, then I think you can realize why we're walking away from the AGM. Um, the, 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 the AGM came because um, our term expired and we asked for the extension of our term. But before we went to that meeting, two of our members invited Ms. Nsindium Komu uh, to come and assist with the meeting because they said there were problems in the association. Um, and as you can hear tonight, every problem that is Ms. Nkomu is involved and, and Ms. Nkomu did this. We walked away from this AGM because we've been, we, we didn't get assistance We've been dictated on what to do, and I'm, I'm refusing that. I'm not going to be a person that's going to take a management. It's not going to dictate to me what to do and how to run uh, a boxing organization where we all love the sport. And that's the biggest problem. A lot of us uh, pulled out of this um, AGM. A lot of the promoters didn't even renew their licenses, and whatever is left, and there's a couple of new guys, um, so let the new guys go with some of the old guys that are there that wants to carry on with AG. And why did you want the term to be extended, Andre? Um, as we all know, a pandemic hit South Africa, a pandemic hit the world. So our term got stopped. We, stopped, we were voted in, in September. A month later, which was October, um, two of the members, uh, Shireen Hunter and TK Kometsi, um asked PSA to re-look really at the people that voted on the day. They went into the background of the companies and they went and searched and searched and they found out that this company is not registered right, his name that's on this form, it's not on that form, and they disqualified some of the guys that were voting. Uh, two days later, um, those people were disqualified of being part of the AGM that happened that day. And so-called, there was no more a ESCO, ESCO board. Uh, a month later, in October, we got together at uh, BSA offices, which uh, Ms. Nkomu again facilitated. And there we came up with a new structure, and the new structure was as follows. Ms. Um, Joyce Kumgwane was our chairperson. Uh, Ms. Shireen Hunter was our secretary, and the rest of the people were just members of the association. That's the first time I see any board runs like that. Um, can we ask, um, uh, our term was over in September the year, uh, following year, 2020, but the pandemic hit in March. Mm. So when we asked them, can't we extend our term because of the pandemic, that we had, what we got in South Africa, and we still have in South Africa, we were told nothing happened. The term wasn't interrupted. Nothing went wrong. What are we talking about? So the national lockdown that we had, the extension of the state of emergency that the president is announcing, they're basically telling us that does not exist. So when when persons say that to you, you're actually realizing they're starting to dictate to you, and I don't want to be part of it. Okay, loud and clear, Andre Taysa. Thank you for giving us your side of the story. We've got uh, the other promoter, TK Kometi, on the line. TK, good evening. You feel that the AGM must go ahead and it will go ahead. It will be a success. Why is that? Uh, yeah. So good evening and evening to your listeners there. Uh, I'm not sure why we should not have, in actual fact, Andre is agreeing to say uh, the AGM is continuing. And indeed, we are continuing with the AGM. Uh, he's citing the issues of uh, lockdown, of lockdown and COVID and all that. I'm sure, <coughs> so you are aware that uh, there's quite a number of things that have been happening virtually. So it cannot be that because there was this lockdown, as a result, uh, the term must be extended. Nobody anticipated. Uh, the lockdown. So you cannot say because there's lockdown as a result uh, we must uh, not continue with uh, the elections or the AGM to say.
Does it bother you that some people are, don't want to attend or are choosing not to attend? Uh, you see, Taviso is uh, those individuals that is not that are, are not interested in attending, and then they have their own reasons uh, not to attend the AGM. So I cannot say uh, um, there cannot be an AGM simply because. Uh, Andre and I don't so I don't know it's Andre and who because Andre is saying a number of people so I don't know who is the number of people there's about uh, 20 uh, members of uh, or, or licensed uh, promoters in counting so in our meeting that we had uh, last week we had uh, three people that. Um, uh, apologized, and then we had nine people that attended the meeting. So I'm not sure when she says a number of people. Who is that number of people that is referring to? Okay. When do we do? Yeah. Our, and yeah. in this meeting that we go, the AGM that we go into, only two people uh, submitted their uh, apology to say they won't be uh, attending the AGM. So what do you say about the 18 people? Uh, some of them have yeah. responded positively. Some of them have not responded. Anyway, it is. Does it include the chair Joyce Kungwane? Is she attending or not? According to your understanding. Um, remember, Joyce Kungwane's term ended on the seventh of September. We served for a year. Mm. So now we have in our constitution what we call a co-option. Mm. So. If George Kuman is not there, it does not necessarily mean the AGM won't uh, 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 go ahead. So okay, TK. We're going to leave it there. We're going to bring you back uh, after the AGM. But thank you for giving us the other side of the story. And uh, we have to leave it there. It is 8 o'clock. Thank you to everybody who joined us tonight. This conversation will continue next Wednesday.